Take 89. All you sweets. We are here. We're ready. This is going to be a really, really fun take. I'm excited. I know Keeks is excited. So let's dive in to the outline. Okay, we're going to recap. Man, it was a great week. We're going to recap our merch and the launch of the website. Keeks and I are also going to touch on the Keeks and TC quiz that we posted on Instagram. That was a lot of fun to have you guys uh, learn more about us and see how much you knew about us. Uh, good time. Some Something I want to talk about with the water bottle. And then on our Instagram, we mentioned a little poll, a little responses about movies that y'all dislike that everyone loves. And then we're going to get into... It's time. It's time for the debate, the showdown of crazy, stupid love. Who stands where? Who likes it? Who dislikes it? Y'all are going to find out. And then we're going to end with some movies that Keeks and I think are a little overrated and some movies that we dislike. But without further ado, Keeks, how you doing? It's, I'm here. I'm, I'm wearing nothing but my PJs and a Sweet Film Talk hat. You know, that's, 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 that's casual. That sounds relaxing. I, I I think that's great. Good for you. What are What are you wearing right now? I can see I can see you, but just for the people, I'm wearing some lace em up white on? shorts. And oh, you guys do shorts too, yeah, like little little personalized shorts. Yep, we put a little stitching on it. Check that out. Can you see it? Let me. Oh, oh, that's actually oh, that's sweet. Yeah, maybe sweet. That's nice. Shout maybe, out Tanner Lind. Okay, we may, see you. Maybe sweet film talk shorts next summer. Oh, I actually, to be honest, have you seen the A24 shirt shorts? No. I think Jonah has a pair. It has A24 down like the side ste- seam. Ooh. It, it looks, it looks pretty sweet. That, does, that actually looks nice. A uh, nice pair of shorts go nice. a long way. Gym shorts. I like gym shorts. They I, really do. I don't really wear cargo shorts that much. You know what? I, okay. So I, I was, I was thinking about this. It's not, it's not a long tangent, but it's a slight tangent. Okay. Tangents, okay. hot takes, welcome. Like what you like, tangents, welcome. And and this is, I don't I don't know if this is a hot take, but so to give a little bit of background, I think for everyone, quarantine has been rough. Okay. Everyone's been going ever not we haven't been able to go outside, not much human interaction because, you know, we're trying to, you know, flatten the curve, what we've been hearing from a lot of people. And I don't know about a lot of you guys, but at least for me, I have gotten my anxiety and stress and depression has kind of skyrocketed <laughs> and it's been horrible like the last like three four weeks has been absolutely horrible to the point where like i just couldn't function anymore i was so stressed every waking moment my brain was overthinking everything and so me and my wife were talking and we're like let's try some therapy so last week i started going to therapy and guys if you're thinking about doing that, or if you think that you can, quote unquote, push through the pain, there's a certain point where, yes, you can push through the pain, but don't be stupid. I mean, if you have the means to go to therapy, to help your mental health, your job does not care about your mental health. Your boss is not going to tell you to take time off. You can go ahead and do that. Go ahead and... And if you have the means, talk with a therapist. Try and meet with someone so that you can help kind of release this burden. Because since I started going, oh, it's been so nice. Actually, my my therapist was like, you should try and get some time off from work. And then I told my boss that I was going to therapy. And she was like, you should take some time off from work. So 
I think a lot of people are understanding. If you've been thinking like, I am not doing well, the quarantine has been really hard, look into therapy. Try and do it. Because it's going to really help you fight through a lot of problems that you maybe have been afraid, afraid to face. And it's not weird. It's not anything horrible. It's to help your mental health. It's to go and heal your brain and heal your emotions so that you can keep functioning. If you have a broken leg or if you have like an open wound, you're not just going to like push through the pain. No, you're going to go see a doctor for it. So um, that's my little that's my little tangent of the day. If you're feeling emotionally distressed, um, I mean, obviously you can reach out to us, but like we're not professionals. We don't really know what we can help you with. So try and look into a professional. Look and talk with your family. See if they can help you out. Talk with other people. See if they can help you get the therapy and the help that you might need because it's really going to help. And that is uh, my mental health awareness phase. Um, we all have it. We have horrible emotions. Have you felt any of that, TC? Man. Felt I, a little bit of distress? I love that. Thank you, Keeks. Yeah, no, I think that's great because it's so true when, like, when you're injured physically, what do you do? You go to the doctor and then, you know, maybe when you're injured mentally, it's important to go get that cleared up and see. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been different because, yeah, like with me, like, I love to get out. I love to get out and about. And with the basketball training, definitely in April, it was slowed down dramatically. And so that caused some stress mm-hmm. being like, oh, we need to pick this up. And so, yeah, yeah, like for me, what helps for me is just really sounds a little cliche, but it's true is I love to like just do some type of physical activity, whether it's walking, true. just kind of connecting and and escaping a little bit. Also, I do love to just sit down and watch a movie or a show. And oh, so that's also on. That's also a nice decompressor. And then creating like a list of things to do because I can get bogged down and be like, oh man, I have so much things to do. And also, you know, mm-hmm. planning a wedding too. That's like, oh, this is coming up, especially with the circumstance with COVID. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think just creating a list and hitting that list and just realizing, sure, you have a thousand things to get done in a day. And if you only get 50 things done, at least you did 50, you know, just or taking it, it one step yeah, at a time. Exactly. And that's, of, that's a huge point. And I want to piggyback real quick off of this. I had no idea we we're going to talk about this, which I love. I love one of my favorite articles I've read recently is from the NBA player Kevin Love, talking about oh, mental yeah, yeah, yeah. mental health and his his experience with that, and how he set, essentially had a panic attack on the baseline when he was uh, supposed to check in for a game, and he did a great job depicting how you know we all come from different walks of life. He's a professional athlete. NBA champion, 3-1 lead. Sorry, I had to throw that in. Love you, Keeks. That's right. It was like the <laughs> four anniversary this week, I so I had to see it all week. But yeah, no, I, I love that article that Kevin Love uh, wrote about. And yeah, Keeks, I love love your words. I think that's great. Well, Very well said, man. Very well said. Thank you. Like yeah. we said, we're not professionals, but you know, we, we I'm right now I'm going through for therapy. I don't know if TC, you've ever used it, but it really helps. Yeah, help yourselves. Yeah. It's not selfish. No. Taking care of yourself is not selfish. Nope. Don't let your job, don't let your friends think otherwise. Take care of yourself. It's really important. Absolutely. i big advocate for that. Talk it out. And I think mm-hmm. one of the biggest indicators is of helping yourself is asking for help. Yeah. So that's yeah. A, I think that takes a lot of courage just to ask for help, whether it's from anybody. So love that. Anyways, uh, perfect. Okay, well, that's a great tangent, great message <laughs> yeah, of the day. Thanks for buying our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, also, yes, going on with the merch and website, it has been amazing. We appreciate all the support from all the suites of um, purchasing our merch, throwing it up on your stories, and really just hyping us up. It means so much. 
Um, yeah, shouts out to Kelsey Peterson who won the giveaway. Um, I think by now everyone who's ordered from last week has their stuff. Um, we'll be getting out the next orders, the next round of orders. Uh, we really, honestly, TC's been great at sending everything out. So, yeah. Huge, huge fan of ship station. Ship, not... Oh! (laughs) That could be a little (laughs) misinterpreted. (laughs) Ship station and big time shout out and thanks to Maddie Murphy for helping us out with that. And that's another thing. Like, true. I needed help with shipping. I didn't know who to go through, what to do. And Maddie had experience with her merch and her... uh, her brand of the bad broadcast and she was extremely helpful. So Maddie, for listening, thank you. Thank you. Helped tremendously. Mm-hmm. And the shipping has been a lot of fun just to write a little personal note included in the stickers. So we hope Ooh. you guys are enjoying the merch, enjoying the sticker and make sure you air dry it. And if you <laughs> do try it, please, if you do want it to shrug, throw it in the dryer. It will shrink. It is a hundred percent cotton. So be conscious of that. I actually, we've air dried both of our shirts and I found that the large is a great fitted shirt for when I go to the gym. So when I go to the gym, I have a maroon one that's large and I wear it. Stop. Rep the. It's comfy. Rep the SFT. Oh, I always do. I wear my hat too. Just, I don't actually wear the hat. Who wears a hat to the gym? I see people wearing, do you wear a hat to the gim? Uh, Here's another tangent. You know, yeah. <laughs> like what you like, wear what you wear. I just can't do the hats at the gym. I see them all the time, and that's great that people do that. I just that's never been my cup of tea, or no, my never or my blender of bottle. <laughs> it's never, <laughs> never been me. However, people oh, rock it. And be same, me. same thing with tank tops. I used to be a tank top guy for a stint, and now I just I like to cover up my my arms. Yeah, I, I've got a couple that I wear, but I don't wear them a lot. Gym because ed- when I do, I find that I don't work out. I just like stare at my, my, my arms. Okay. <laughs> oh, isn't that great? Just look in the mirror and be like, "Yeah, I'm huge." And then you get home, and you're like, "Ah, maybe I'm not that." Huge. Yeah, especially post pump. I don't know what the lighting is or what the mirror effects are oh, at the gym, but your arms look unreal. Yeah, it's 100. percent The gym has some effect. Now, okay, I will say my biggest Gotta pet peeve be. before we move on is okay when people are lifting. It's great. They're working on their physique and all that, and when they're grunting and screaming. You know, I don't scream. I grunt though. Like when you're like trying to get a nice little, I, the screaming though. I'm with you on the screaming. Grunting I though, I'm a grunter, baby. Well, if if it's there's like a grunt, like uh, like kind of like that. That's fine. But I've heard like like, uh, like that. I've heard those kind of grunts. Uh, that's <laughs> like the like the number two grunt. Yeah, yeah. No one wants to hear the, that. The Venn diagram is a circle on that it, one. It's hundred <laughs> percent. Definitely overlaps. <laughs> We don't need that. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I agree with you then. I, I definitely agree. Which, as a tease, we do not agree about something later on in this pod. Oh, just you wait. So let's talk that. real quick about our quiz on Instagram. I was laughing so hard. So as you guys know, Kamiko and I run the, the Instagram there on Sweet Film Talk and chimes, chimes in, obviously. But Keeks, I was at basketball doing some basketball training and Keeks texts me. He's like, please, when you get a chance... Go to the Instagram and check out this story. You went through the archives. <laughs> I had to go through my iCloud. Oh, I had my to go through gosh. like those so... pictures are from four years ago. Some of them, yeah, five years ago. Yeah, four years with the with the with the Vegas trip with Eric and Stevo. Good times. And I realized there are more. Yeah, many more that I could have used. Uh, so I want to touch on foods class. I remember we we haven't talked about it for a while, but Keeks and I did meet in Foods. 
not detention, mm-hmm. not English. What was the other one? PE. Physical education. Yes. PE. So Met and Foods. What a time. It it really was. Were we in the same group? I think we we're neighbors. I, I don't even know how we interacted. Like I don't know how like we were introduced. I think we just was had th- this we had this just premonition that we were gonna be doing a it podcast. It was the sweet film years. talk aura. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Can you imagine? We go back in time and tell our former selves, hey, just so you, like, my former self, one, would be too nervous to even talk with me with my boot-cut jeans and my weird Adidas shoes. I hate junior high. I don't think anyone likes junior high. No. I had braces. I had peg teeth. (laughs) You had braces? Uh, You probably, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I I think I remember that. my, My freshman year. And I never had braces. Yeah, Met and Foods. Yeah. Our first episode was Deadpool 2. Yes. Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson. <laughs> Star Wars story. <laughs> Take one. <laughs> I love Deadpool 2. It was a fun time. It was. And, and I definitely agree. Very sweet. And then what was the other question after that? Our favorite movie that we've seen together? Yes, Spider uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. So, so this was a little misleading, I will say. When I did realize that after I posted, yeah, because yeah. I think half and half of all the sweets picked Wind River, which we have definitely talked a lot about Wind River on this pod. We love that movie. That was one of the biggest surprises we've ever seen together. Mm-hmm. However, Spider Man's into the Spider Verse. That is like Keeks and I vibe. We uh, we left that movie. I felt like I was twelve years old again. Like I felt like that oh, movie yeah. was so good. Like. Anybody can watch Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse and enjoy that. It is, I mean, that is like the epitome of sweet. Is when you know you could go up to my grandpa who's 82 and say, yep, go watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. You'll like it. Yeah. And he'll like it. Oh, the soundtrack. I was listening to that to the gym, at the oh, gym like two months gosh. straight. Still slaps. Oh, it does. Are you kidding? Kidding me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a sweet, <laughs> least favorite movie we've ever seen is... Oh... Transformers last night. Although I will say Captain Underpants is a is a close second or third. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was how I liked Hurricane Heist more. Like Hurricane Heist was so bad, but we actually had a good time in it because it was so bad we were laughing. And to be honest, like I know that we did like our least favorite movies of 2018. Like I don't know, like freaking 40 takes ago, 50 takes ago, probably like 60. And I don't have Captain Underpants in there because I think I forgot that we saw it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because it definitely would have been in my bottom. Extremely, 10. extremely forgettable. That, that. Oh my gosh! It wasn't fun. No, it wasn't. Like that movie should have been like on Netflix, and it could have been capitalized better. Because those books, gr- growing up and reading those books, were so good. And the magic, oh, dude, the remember magic- the billboard? Yes. The page with the billboards and you could get your new name. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> so I'd have to, I should look it up. Those books were so fun and creative, but yeah, the movie was terrible. So uh, Transformers The Last Night, though, is undoubtedly the worst movie. It was so long. It was jam-packed. However, we did have a, we had a free gift card to watch the movie. So at least it was free. However, was free. that's not how we want to spend a free ninety nine. Is on Transformers last night. No. Ugh. No. <laughs> it was. It was also horrible because like the people next to us kept talking the whole movie. And they had their. I think they had their shoes. They off. They had their shoes off. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, it's just give them give them some sploosh, man. Rick Fox. <laughs> think real quick i'm like sploosh what is oh that little bit of onion juice yep yep they needed that i would have just doused them in that 
So transfers yes, last night, agree. hands down. Okay, now I want to get into a hot topic because this is really important to me, and I know you feel differently. I have a movie tradition that I we've touched on briefly here on this take, and I talked about this uh, with the Bob, Bad Broadcast back in March on her segment. Guys, I'm not a concession person. I'm just not. And you I can hate me, it. and you can love me, <laughs> but I go with it. I really can't. I know you can't. I Actually, I had no idea you hated this. We talked the other day. Keeks and I talked about the quiz. You did it? I guess I've never been vocal about it. You've never it. been yeah. vocal. You were like, I hate it. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in Arkansas, and I'm in Utah now, so... You're gonna miss uh, miss. You, I think you miss the water bottle just slightly, just slightly. I'll definitely miss it when I see it, and then one, one movie in, I'll be like, "Oh, please take it away." Now I want to. I want to. I want to just uh, sponsor this new Hydro Flask. Thank you, Kennedy. Stop that! So, I think we have the same one. Upgrade. Yep. No, is it the black? It's the blue one. Na- oh, navy damn, blue. Okay. So oh, it was navy blue. Okay, I'm really bad at distinguishing between the yeah, two. Yeah, I'm a I'm an easygoing movie gover with just a water bottle. I don't mind getting concessions here and there. However, I normally don't. Like I will take some of Kamiko's popcorn or anybody else. Like if yeah. they're like, "Hey, you have some?" I'm like, "Sure." So, and I probably I told Kamiko this. I probably saved a hundred to two hundred dollars alone on concessions of not buying anything. <laughs> I think I told him, I think that's why he has such a good savings account is because he doesn't get concessions at every dude, because I am a big concessions guy, big concessions guy. That's a huge thing that I miss. It's just like a big twelve ninety nine soda oh. and a big popcorn that costs you twenty two ninety nine. a nice, you know, for two movie tickets, you're looking at maybe $18 for the night. And then you're looking at fifty dollars for concessions. Yeah. But I'll do it every time. <laughs> Don't tempt me because I will. It's the experience. I'll that... even miss part of the movie just to get my pizza or my mozzarella sticks. Oh, I know. I know you will. <laughs> I love that. But no. But seriously, every every movie I would remember this is TC's got his little plastic water bottle in the cover or in like this in the cup holder, and it had like this top that he could pop up and suck on. <laughs> so we'd be watching the movie, and all of a sudden I'd hear, you know, just. <laughs> Yeah. And then just, I just could not, I couldn't stand it. And I always, like, would, I really, because like I wanted, it's because I was selfish. I wanted you to indulge with me, but you yeah. never did, yeah. which is okay. You got a stupid, I don't have the nozzle on my hydro flask. I just have the cap. Now I would always try to open and drink during like loud scenes because I never want to be that guy, <laughs> yeah. but sometimes. It was like me during a quiet place. I thought no one could hear oh, me, but so the whole funny. theater could. I don't know what it is, man. I just get dry mouth. I like to drink water like once every 20 or so minutes. You're healthy. Try to stay That's good. Uh, yeah. Last, what was the last question on the quiz? <laughs> It was. I don't remember. I think. I think that was the last question. Hold up. Let me double check real quick. But I'm pretty sure that was the last oh, one. While you're like, looking that up, I want to mention this. Everybody in Utah. I don't know about other states, but theaters are opening again. Oh. So Megaplex Theaters has opened their doors, and they have the protocol that if you buy, uh, let's say you buy three seats and they're all together, and you're in your group and you see that three seats are reserved and you go to pick a seat next to that person, you cannot sit by them. You have to have three seats, a three seat gap to another party. So- Oh my gosh. Yeah. So be aware of that. Uh, they are they are premiering and showing movies like Lord of the Rings, the extended edition that just shook me. Uh, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, Knives Out, <coughs> one is Emma, 
some newer movies and some older classics. So okay, go go to the movie theater, go support Megaplex, go support Water Gardens, go support some of these movies that are opening their doors again, and obviously uh, follow safe protocol. So excited! Wear a mask. <laughs> I need to do better at wearing a mask. I need to step it up. Just, I, I saw I saw a yeah. meme that killed me. It said people will not wear a mask, but they will wear cargo shorts out in public. <laughs> if you have enough bravery to wear cargo shorts, a mask is is nowhere near as brave. Yeah. Okay. Just do it. It's it's really easy, and it's not infringing on your rights or anything like that. It's so that you can be courteous to other people that might be more susceptible to the disease. Yeah. It's really easy. You just do it while you're in the grocery store. As soon as you step out and you're near your car, just take it off. Love that. Yeah, I can be better. Yeah. Uh, so- um, also, uh, that was the last question, okay. was what does TC bring with him to the freaking movies, or what's his movie... His movie quirk. I did like the other answer as pair of slides. I do like a good pair of slides. I think I think actually all of those did happen yep. multiple times. Oh, was 100%. the slides, the water bottle, and stealing Keek's snacks, which huh. you would never steal. I always offer. Yeah, never want to be that guy. So no. we're going to get into the segment now, as we have mentioned, some movies that are really popular that y'all dislike hate is a very strong word but you know what we're gonna go with it dislike what you dislike we're normally on the spectrum of like what you like however today for this take dislike what you dislike because there is a lot of yeah, hype behind we're being a little negative today yeah being a little critical maybe a little bit that's fine you know let it out yes it's good to be negative yes, of course when it's in the right spectrum <coughs> and whatnot so here Definitely. we go uh so i'm gonna read off some responses and keeks will let's get into it we will I have beef with one that you're going to mention. Oh, there's some that I'm like, whoa. Okay. Yes. So, yes. first one, right out of the gate, Harry Potter. I'm kind of with him. Whoa. <laughs> I, I, it is, I like beloved. the I, I like the Harry Potter movies. I think they're fun, they're light, and Goblet of Fire, I think is sweet. I haven't seen it in years, though. I'm really looking forward to rewatching it. So, anyways, Harry Streaming Potter. on HBO Max now. Go subscribe to HBO. And love it of so much. Green Gables. I was with my buddy. What's that one? And I've I was like, hey, that. what's a movie you hate that everyone loves? And he's like, Anna Green Gables? And I was like, the TV show? He's like, I thought it was a movie. So I just put it. <laughs> I don't I don't know if maybe it's the old one. I don't think it's the new one, but like the old TV miniseries. Okay. That's what he put. Gotcha. I don't think it, re- <clears throat> that counts. Knives Out. Uh, this one comes from Kennedy. She says the accent was terrible of Daniel Craig. The characters weren't fleshed out, and it was too predictable. Yeah. This is like one of our first, like, whoa. I like Knives Out. I think it's a fun whodunit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. Can't... Oh, wow. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, we've established this. I'm horrible at guessing movies. Yeah, I like Knives Out. I, th- I think it's fun. So, lo- I just like what you just like. Frozen. <laughs> Frozen. I like Frozen. My biggest issue was like, I feel like I like most. Mo- I think I feel like I like a lot of movies that people hate, and that's my biggest thing. Yeah. I don't hate a lot of movies that people love, but I did find a few. I was able to find a few that we'll talk about later. Yeah, Frozen. Okay, I like Frozen. Uh, Joker. I know this has been. A polarizing movie. Joker is Joker is not for the faint of heart. No. I can understand this one. I I think I gave this movie like an A plus or an A. It's very sour though. 
Yes. Joker is sour. I think the acting by Joaquin Phoenix was great. Uh, okay, so Marvel. I don't know if this is referring to Captain Marvel. I'm assuming so. Captain Marvel, I can understand. No, I no. this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Gotcha. Just all okay. of the Marvel movies in okay. general, I think. Cool. So Marvel, well, I want to just touch on Captain Marvel real quick. I thought Captain Marvel was fine overall. What Captain Marvel did for me is it hyped me up for Endgame. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have Elf. Whoa, Elf. That one is the one that I have beef with. Go off, King. Now, I mean, there's not really any specific. I just think Elf is really fun, and it's such a creative Christmas movie. You know, this this dude that was, like, brought in by elves. It's probably Will Ferrell's, like, last good role, if we're being honest. Because I think it came out post-Anchorman, so, like, what other good role has he had since Elf? Um, and also, I, who like, whoever put Elf, if you're listening, just send us a little DM as to why you don't like it. We're not criticizing you. We love the movie. We just want to understand. I'm maybe a little bit criticizing you. Not trying to judge. I'm really not. All right. Not at all. Elf. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen Elf in years, but yeah, I'm with you. When's the last good role for Elf? What was that movie? The mm-hmm. comedy with him and Mark Wahlberg? Step Family? It's not Step Brothers. It's the one that <laughs> you saw with your dad. What is it? <laughs> what is it called? Um, oh my gosh. No, Mel Gibson's I can't in remember. It. I know. Oh, Daddy's Home? Yes. I think that's it. My, da- if you wanna, if you want some fun, if you want a fun time, pop in Daddy's Home too with with the brother with my dad. <laughs> he will laugh the whole time, and you won't even laugh at the movie. You're laughing at my dad. I wish I could have been there. Okay, oh, well, I have the videos saved. Maybe oh, I'll post them up. Perfect. I, definitely, definitely send it to me. <laughs> Give me a good laugh. Okay, I post them on the story. Oh, please. So, <laughs> Parasite. Okay, all right. I can see why someone doesn't like it. Yeah, I can understand that, too. I think that movie, to me, it's sweet, and it's also sour. Like, that's a sweet and sour one. Yeah, a little sweet and sour chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Still delicious. Yeah. Avatar. Ooh, okay. Mm. I can understand this one. one, I think Avatar is definitely overrated. Titanic, Booksmart, and Napoleon Mm -hmm. Dynamite. Mm. And but you know what's so interesting though is I can see why anyone would hate these movies. I can totally see it. Elf is the weirdest one for me. I'm like, I don't really get why you would hate it, but like, yeah, like you said, dislike what you dislike. Exactly. Hate what you hate. Yep. Yep. All right. And so okay. moving on. Um The Martian. Who which do you have beef with that one? I, I like The Martian. I'll have to talk with this person when we know who it is and yeah, yeah. Might need a little explanation. I need because I, I enjoyed this movie. However, I want to I want to see the side. Okay. Yeah, of course. Um, every Marvel movie ever made. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Marvel kind of a popular one. Yeah. Which also like they're all it's I mean it's all the same movie it's all the same formula but like technically every movie is you know it's like every movie is like the stem off of like seven different stories. Mm-hmm. But again, it seems a little formulaic. I can understand. Um, Logan, TC, did that? Did this one kind of rustle your jimmies a little bit? hundred uh, percent. I love yeah. Logan. This movie is close to me. It, no, you do. It, it is the movie that started my relationship with Stuckman, aka Chris Stuckgoat. It felt like <laughs> it. I, I feel like this movie also turned tables for me to really enjoy watching movies in theaters, and. 
This oh. this is when Kamiko and I really started going to a lot of movies. Was that year in 2017? Yeah, was I it mean, 50 that we saw? Yeah, something like that. I know I have a I know I have a note in my phone of how many we saw. When that I year. when I had Movie Pass, dude, I in 2018 I saw 52 movies in theaters. Oh, you went ham that year. I remember in, in fe- like February, February you saw 10 movies. I saw I think 12 movies in that month. That was it. Because yep. I paid for Movie Pass up front. Mm-hmm. And I dropped like a hundred bucks up front, and I was like, "Oh, it's only hundred bucks." However, I was like, "I want to get my money worth of it," because I didn't know if it was going to run out of business. So I just went ham, and I was like, "I got my money's worth." It was great. You literally got your money's worth within like the first month of using it, yeah. basically. Yeah. So oh, that's crazy. Movie pass rest. That's in crazy. Anyways, Logan, I disagree. <laughs> However, yeah. Same. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I've never seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's one of those that like everyone always talks about, but I've never seen it. Um, I've never so seen it. Know. I've never seen it either. Um, this next one, I totally agree. Greatest Showman. Absolutely. I hate this movie. Keeks, I remember you and I... I hate everything about The Greatest Showman. You and I were both on a double date. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, that's right! <laughs> we were on a double... So, Keeks, Keeks and I uh, went on a double date. However, Kamiko got his tickets before I did. So, I sat with my date in like on the first that first section... So that you're, when your neck's up, fortunately we were like on the back first section row, so our necks were okay. However, yeah. this is when was this? Back in 2017, right? Must have been. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. it 2017? End of 2017? I think it was. Must have been any end of 2017, beginning 2018. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. And you know, <sighs> nope, nope. Mm-mm. I think I gave this I've movie a C minus. This movie is cliche. The only thing that saves it is the music is pretty good the story the acting everything about it who it's based on trying to like he was a terrible this man who exploited people yeah horrible person yeah yeah i hate everything about the greatest showman i really do i saw it twice in theaters to make sure that it i was like maybe it's not as bad because i knew people that saw it like seven eight times wow no Mm -mm. greatest showman no sir not for me um gravity I can see it. Yeah. Okay. Someone put Lion King. We need to respond to this person and see if it's the new one or the original one. It's got to be the new one. It makes sense. The original one. I don't know, man. The original one's a classic. It is. But like, I've never heard of anyone hating the original Lion King, but there's a first time for everything. It is. There is. Hot takes. Welcome. Um, Wonder Woman. Yeah. I can see it. I actually third act's really bad in Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, I feel like the first two acts in Wonder Woman are, are pretty good. I like the Chris Pine and Gal Gadot lo- kind of love story. I do like how she comes into her own. I like this movie more than Captain Marvel. However, the third act gets a little, eh, yeah, just underwhelming. Yeah, just CGI three D villain. Yeah, nothing super crazy. Um, Iron Man. I think it said all the Iron Man movies. Yep. So like one, two, and three. Um. Yeah. I got to touch on this. I think Iron Man, the first Iron Man, is great. The problem mm-hmm. with the first Iron Man, and this this bleeds into uh, Black Panther, is a lot, and, and the Hulk, too. Iron Man essentially goes uh, up, up against himself. Uh, Jebediah, what's his okay. name? Jeff Bridges. Yeah, Obadiah Stane. Obadiah, yeah. Because he, he basically built a bigger and badder suit, and then Iron Man still defeats him. Black Panther is essentially the same thing with Killmonger. He has the same suit. And then the whole... Okay. Kind of the same thing. So, the oh, Iron Man... Iron, Iron Man had... 
Iron Man one had like a lot of carbon copy type villains of their like the same power, the same abilities. However, I do like the first Iron Man a lot. Two and three, meh, don't care for. I really like Iron Man three. Really? I know people hate that movie. I really like Iron Man three. I think it's fun. I think it's really fun. It's a little, Iron Man it's a little bit different because he doesn't have his suit the whole time. He's kind of having to work out of in Tennessee. Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah, I, just, I like it a lot. I like the first one a lot. Um, okay, so yeah, like you said, Black Panther, totally get it. Yeah, a lot of people think it's overrated. I like it a lot. Um, and then Pitch Perfect. I have a story about Pitch Perfect. I don't know if I've told it on the podcast. It was New Year's Eve. Me and my buddy, Mike Cherkiari, shouts out. I don't know if he listens, but love Mike. Anyways, we were sitting. We had already watched Pitch Perfect. It was about 10 o'clock. And we were like, we debated for 15 minutes. Do we watch it again? Or do we go to a party? My mom had to come downstairs and say, no, you guys are going out tonight. You're 20 years old. You should go to a party. Wow. So the only reason why we didn't watch Pick Perfect to Pitch Perfect again is because my mom made us go to a party. You guys liked it that much? I love Pitch Perfect. Wow. Absolutely love Keeks, Pitch can Perfect. I, can I come on and say this? I have never seen what? it from start to finish. Oh, dude, I don't want to hype you up too much because I did that with Crazy Stupid Love, but I love Pitch Perfect. Okay. I think that that leads on to our next segment. Is that my that might be my favorite chick flick. I totally forgot to mention wow. it, but I love Pitch Perfect so much. Okay. All right. Well, I will get to it. Okay. I love, Let's go. I love some Jimmy <laughs> this Fallon. This leads right into it, it. This does. Okay. All right, everybody. This it's been a while since Kamiko and I have had has had, you know, we've had a healthy disagreement. True. All right, it's time. So let's 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 preface. You this. give your side of the story. Let's okay, preface I, this. Everyone needs to hear your so, story. Last take, we got on our significant others and we talked about rom coms, chick flips, chick flicks, however you want to name it. And Kamiko mentioned Crazy Stupid Love was his number one. Which might be replaced now by Bitch Perfect. Okay. But it's anyway. in your top three. It's it's highly regarded. Yeah. So romantic comedies, yeah, yeah. yeah, romantic comedies. I think it's yeah. yeah, yeah. So Kennedy and I got off and we got done with the pod and we just looked at each other and we're like, man, we should watch Crazy Stupid Love sometime this week. Like, let's get it. And like, we value Kamiko's opinion. You're a movie buff, and so we watched it a few nights ago, and about halfway through, Kennedy just was like, I don't really like this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not not vibing with this movie too much. And the movie ends, and we just kind of look at each other, and we're like, that wasn't that good. Like, we did not care for Crazy Stupid Love. And as you know, Keeks, I fired off to you and Maddie. We have a little group chat with Maddie Murphy, Bad Broadcast. And I just fired off because she created the rom-com bracket, and I did not hold back. Now, I don't like the movie. I'll give my grade later. Do, you, do I just want to go right into the things I don't like? Go into the... Okay, so when he told me... So they'd sent messages at like 12.30. TC sent messages at like 12.30, 1 a.m. my time. And I was up and at it. I was fired up trying to respond. And I was... I'm not going to lie. I was pissed. <laughs> I was Good. physically angry you that you be. didn't like it. We, I we, was. I still am. wasted two hours of precious time. Because... <laughs> You go into it. I, I re-watched it last night, and I took freaking notes so I could defend this movie to the death against you. So go for it. What did you not like? I'm going to hit you with the rebuttals. I'm going to do whatever okay, I can. Okay, you hit me with the rebuttals. I'm going to stand firm. I'm going to stand my ground. 
Crazy Stupid Love. This is what I disliked right out of the gate, The Babysitter. As everybody has mentioned before, I don't like The Babysitter, and I feel like Robbie and The Babysitter had too much screen time, did not care for their romance, and I thought The Babysitter was exploited a little bit, did not care for that. Now, Kamiko, you have your hand up. I'm not done. Keep <laughs> Gosh, okay, 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 okay. I'm gonna, I, gotta keep, thing, I gotta keep a mental note of everything you're talking yep, about. The keep other going, thing keep I going. did not like, I did not like Jacob and Hannah, how underutilized that relationship was. I felt like their screen time was extremely limited, especially in comparison to the babysitter and Robbie. I would, I thought the best scene, the best moment was when they finally get together and they're about to get physically intimate and then she starts laughing and then they start having some good fun banter and she starts to change him and he starts to become more vulnerable and I thought that was really, really sweet. I liked that moment a lot. Uh, the other moment I'm going I'm to mention real quick is Cal and Emily, Julianne Moore and Steve Carell. I liked the moment where he likes to go into the backyard and do his yard work and then she calls him saying, hey... The pilot lights out. I'm in the furnace. I thought that moment was really sweet. I feel like those two moments were the best part of the movie, and they just didn't capitalize on that relationship. I felt like it was glossed over too quick. I would have liked to see more Jacob and Hannah screen time. I would have liked to see more understanding between Cal and Emily. Why did Emily go and run off with David was because he wasn't being a man was it because he lost his sense of touch that's what Jacob alluded to when they met in the bar is that why it was I would have liked more closure on Emily's part with that and with Cal he always loved his wife and obviously when he runs off and sleeps with nine women and he realized like oh this is not what I really want to do I still have a lot of love and affection towards Emily I wish there would have been more resolution and more talk and forgiveness and understanding between Emily and Cal. I feel like that was never touched on, and I felt like that would be important for you know relationships and marriages because that happens a lot, and that is some things that I disliked. The biggest thing is the babysitter and Robbie did not care for that. Some of the humor didn't land, so I will continue, but Keeks, take your time. Okay, so you said that the babysitter and I'm gonna I'm gonna address the first thing you said. You said that the babysitter and Robbie get too much screen time. Correct. I watched the movie. I timed it. Any time that they were on the screen together for their re- relationship, it was a little less than 15 minutes. And that's and that's 15 minutes more than what we all needed. <laughs> and that's the thing. So well, and, well. So here's here's my here's my main beef with that is she. The babysitter, Jessica, is trying to figure out, obviously, like, the whole movie ties around the do's and don'ts when you're dating and trying to discover your sexuality, in a sense. You know, like, how you're, how you're attracted to people. The beginning of the movie, and for the biggest part of it, is everyone is going to other people on, how should I do this? That's what Jessica does. Jessica's going to, like, the girl that sleeps with a lot of guys in her high school and says, like, how do you get so many men? Like, how do you get so many people attracted to you? And that's when the girl said, send him some nudes. 
So this is out of her comfort zone. It's not something that you want. You watch this babysitter grow from kind of an insecure girl who's like not sure how to like not really comfortable with herself, but like trying to get the attention of this man who's also not comfortable in his self. And you see all of these characters be able to grow into their own and have their own little arcs. The story in and of itself it's it's pretty basic. You got the um you know the the divorced man or the divorced girl or the divorced woman who's like trying to figure out what went wrong and you know they start to learn how to like impress people blah 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 etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And you see what this movie does so well is it takes each character and it makes them a real person. Steve Carell's character goes through these changes where you like him, you dislike him, and then you like him again. Julianne Moore's character is the same is the same is the same pattern. So while maybe you don't like how you don't like how it was portrayed for you, my biggest beef is your grade because the movie and the script and the and the and the acts and the structure the editing of the movie to portray all these characters and give them all perfect arcs, I think does it great. It's A minus A material. Wow. And that's my biggest beef for you is maybe you don't like how the relationships go up, but it's not so much focusing on the relationships. It's focusing on how each character grows. For example, you touched on the fact that um, Cal and Emily they don't ever reconcile, reconcile their differences. Well, that's not really the point of the movie. The point of the movie wasn't to have them reconcile their differences. The point of the movie is to have them both each individually understand what went wrong. And at the end of the movie, they both are coming back together and, and are changed people and they've grown and they understand how they can make their marriage work. And the rest is up for your interpretation. Do they get together? Maybe. Do they not get together? Maybe. But they've all had a complete character arc by the end of the film. Yeah. No, I, I just would have preferred some, you know, reconciliation. And I, I do see that on that side of like, yeah, it's up for interpretation. Maybe they do get together. Maybe they just have a civil divorce and they get separated. They decide. So to go you, what you're saying is you wish they would have had a dialogue. Yeah, I wish they saying. would have had a good dialogue and a good uh, understanding of where they come from and where they've been and what the next step is. And, okay, see, and that's, I feel like that's how the end of the movie portrays it. They don't have a dialogue, but their body language. And Cal's son, Robbie, his whole kind of, what makes him tick is he wants to be like his dad. He sees that his dad has been in love with his mom since high school. That's how he feels about Jessica. And so he sees his dad separate from his mom, and he sees that as himself of, I'm not going to be able to love the person who I feel like I can love. And by the end of the movie, Cal and Emily are talking again. They're close. You can feel that they're, that, that, spark is re is rekindling and the last scene of the movie is you see Robbie staring at them and smiling and leaving because he sees that his dad was able to change and reconcile and grow and he feels that he can also make that same change in himself he's over the babysitter he's able to move on in his life so in your opinion who's who's at fault is it Cal or Emily it's both of them I think I feel like that's very apparent in the movie they make it very apparent that it's um, it's it's normally not just one person's fault. Like why? You, I think a lot of the time it's like they cheated. They're bad. It's like well, why would they cheat? Exactly. And I think that's an important issue uh, that this movie could have brought up. Like why did Emily cheat on Cal? Like was it because Cal wasn't fulfilling his responsibilities being a father and husband figure? Was he kind of getting too lax? And I know Jake. That, I know Cal says. Jake, yeah, I know he Jacob, says all of those yeah, things. I know Jacob mentions that. So. And he 
Love love the New Balances. I did like that. So I would have liked some. <laughs> My favorite quote is, "Are you are you in a fraternity?" Yeah, yeah. No. So I would have. Pre- are you Steve Jobs? No. <laughs> are you the owner of Apple Computers? <laughs> so I will say this as well. Um, so I'm going to give my grade right out of the gate, and then we can continue t- talking about this. This is a C for me. It is a sour, and I do think, Kamiko, you do bring up some good points. Now, I will also piggyback and say this was highly anticipated. We had a lot of expectations for this movie, and that also takes that also has a factor with things. Because there's been movies that I was really had high expectations. Like Spider-Man Homecoming, I mentioned on the pod before, I had high expectations for that, and I was just like, that's like a C, C minus from me. Fell flat for yeah. you. Yeah. So, Crazy Stupid Love, I just did not care for the babysitter, did not care for Robbie. I do understand, I do like that you put that into words being like, yeah, it was kind of reflection on his father and that's who he wanted to be. Handing him the nude photo at the end to Robbie, I was like, Ugh. I can understand why some people would think that would be funny. I just thought it was... Un- it's a little weird, I, but like, I thought it, it was it's understandable. I thought it was unnecessary and I didn't like it. And the other thing is... I know some people are like, oh, Hannah is the son of Cal and Emily. I saw that coming from a mile away. Yeah, see, and that goes back to me. Like, I don't see these things coming. So like, <laughs> really bad at predicting I endings. Just, like, it just made sense. So I wasn't surprised by that. And I know some people that were like, whoa, that was a surprise. That can definitely factor into their grade and to their likability of the movie. So I just personally, as I mentioned, I was taking my ground. I would have cared to see more Jacob and Hannah and Cal and Emily. And when Jacob, so this scene at the end, when they're at the putting green, obviously we're getting into the spoilers. When they're in the backyard, he has the putting greens trying to make amends and kind of win her back and go through everything. Cause she was really hurt when she, when he said he slept with nine women, when they mm-hmm. went to the school uh, parent-teacher <laughs> conference. <laughs> and the teacher yes. of course is the woman who she slept with. Shout out Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Oh, she she looks better now than she did. She's always looked great. Shouts out Marissa Tomei. She's aging well. I don't know Send what. Send us your secrets, yeah. please. What what is it? Is it orange juice in the morning? That's what I'm trying to do. So I hope so. I would have liked to see Cal and Jacob when they saw each other. They were like shook, like they they had resentment towards each other. And I feel like they created a bond. I know uh, Cal perceived Jacob as being a sleazy man, which clearly he was just saying to all these women in the bar, "Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here." Sleeping with these women. And then mm-hmm. now he's with his daughter. However, I wish there was more building and chemistry and friendship because when David walks in, I did like this part. This part I really appreciated. When David walks in and is like, hey, you left your sweater in the car. And lo and behold, Jacob just walks up to me. He's like, you've caused my friend a lot of hurt and gave him a great, a big punch. Just a nice yeah. game maker. I like that. I like <laughs> that scene because... That was really endearing to me because it showed how much Jacob really appreciated Cal. And they both kind of learned from each other, and I wish that was just utilized a bit more, and they had uh, more... Just at that moment, I was just like, it was a little awkward how much resentment they had for each other. And even Jacob was like, what are you doing here? I I want to address something that you said. You're talking about the couples in the movie. Yeah. And And... For me, what I take from it is the movie does n- the movie is not about the people pairing off. The movie is not about the couples. The movie is about the journey of each character. So while you didn't like that people were getting together, Jacob and Hannah getting together ends their arcs. That that they're not the main characters at all. 
you know, they're side characters. Obviously, Jacob's a big part of the movie, and same with Hannah. But once they get together, they've ended their arcs of Hannah's kind of this stiff girl who's not really taking many risks. The guy that she's with right now is just kind of a boring stiff. And so her taking that chance to go out and actually be up front with Jacob is a big character moment for her. Sure. And Jacob, he's been bringing all these women women back to his, his house. He does the same move because he knows it's going to work, but... A really key moment is when they're both having that, is when Jacob and Hannah are at Jacob's house, and they've been talking all night, and Jacob says, will you ask me a personal question about myself? Yeah, I like that moment. And that's so telling is because he's been wanting to express himself to all these women, but he feels that he just has to keep asking them about themselves, that he can get them home, but it's not fulfilling him. And so you get to see all of these wonderful character moments. Maybe you don't like the couple work, and maybe you don't like the babysitter and the son, but to say that the movie doesn't work because of those two tiny aspects that are only on there for 15 minutes of the movie, I believe is totally unfair fair for me this movie is at least a b plus if you take that into account i can see maybe b at the lowest but for making it a c i think is totally crazy the fact that you got really hyped because i hyped this movie up is another big reason you're taking bias into the account for the gray that you're giving it is unfair this movie is at least a b b plus it's better than the proposal it's a nice fun witty script and it's very sweet for me it's b plus a minus it's sweet and it's it's refreshing. Everyone go see it. For me, it's a C. It is sour, Keeks. I like you your points. You gave your grade. I gave my grade. I'm I am sticking kidding. with my grade. I think the babysitter is absurd and Robbie is absurd. I don't like it. Every time they're on the screen, it kills the momentum. And that's just my take. The only the only the 15 minutes, but it's 15 minutes too much. And there's, there's scenes where they're both not on the scene together. Was that 15 minutes of them total together? Or is that separate? Uh, not even that. It's like it's less than that with just them together. Yeah. See, yeah. It's maybe it's, six, seven minutes. Yeah. Too much. So I'm stubborn. I'm sticking with my grade. I didn't didn't care for it. Crazy stupid love. I hyped it up for you. You did. You did. You have admitted I like that your, because I, I do like it your up, points, you like Miko. But I also just am sticking with what I'm sticking with, and I just the babysitter just killed it. And right out, my, of, right, out right out of the gate, you got Robbie like <laughs> Jessica comes in on Robbie like. That nah. is true. Yeah. I, I will that, say, there are some weird like, moments. Oh, really? And then he's like, I think about you sometimes when I do. It's just like, no, no. Come on, Robbie. And those are moments where it's like you can tell it was written by a dude because it's like, that was, that's, that was, that's, that's just cringy weird. humor. It's a little weird. Yeah. Like the yeah, humor and the banter weird. between Jacob and Cal, like you said, were, are you Steve Jobs? Are you so-and-so? Like that is it's fun. It's quick. It is quick. The script is quick and it's fun and it works so well. I think anyone could pop this on and watch it. It is on HBO Max. Okay. Well, everybody. Do you have any last words? Uh, I, oh, wanna, I have one last word. All you sweets, whether you side with me or side with Keeks, let us know. DMs are open. And if you have not seen Crazy Stupid Love, you watch it and you get your own grade and you get your own taste for what is sweet and what is sour. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Now, why don't we go on to movies that we hate? Yep. I, yep. <laughs> All right. I seriously, I, I, I was so upset when you said that you didn't know, like it. I know. It doesn't happen often. Oh, well, but it, it hey, You know what? Like what you like. Dislike what you dislike. Miko, I will always love you. Whatever happens you with You said that. You texted. You were like, like what you like. Dislike what you dislike. And I couldn't say anything. Because I was like, I can't go against our own motto. Yep. Yep. But I, li- I like the points right. that you brought up. I like, you know, rebuttals are fun. Okay. So these are some yep. movies that Keeks and I... As we wrap up this take, been really fun. I'm going to go first. I have three movies. Well, Keeks and I have the same movie on one of them. Yeah. 
Pulp Fiction, guys. I want to talk about Pulp Fiction. I think... I don't dislike this movie so much. I think... I don't really love it or like it. I'm not going to go up to people and be like, I love Pulp Fiction. I really like it. I'm just very... I think it's meh. I really think this movie is grossly overrated. It is like number seven or number eight on IMDb. It mm-hmm. is just like a... Just... People love this movie of Tarantino. And... I just don't see it. Like I see some of the fun quotes that are, this is a tasty burger. I mean, that's in our intro music. Yeah. So I just think skip over that in the intro. (laughs) I just think Pulp Fiction is grossly overrated. I think it is overhyped. It is a fine movie. Again, I'm in middle, middle ground. I'm not trying to contradict myself. I really am. I'm just middle ground. I'd give this movie like a B minus sour, I just don't understand when people say like, I honestly, I don't talk to a lot of people that say Pulp Fiction is my favorite movie of all time. I'm just really confused that it is. I know someone. Really? I'm just really uh, confused that it's number seven, number eight on IMDb of all time. Like that, that is just, that baffles me. So. Shouts out to Connor. He listens to the pod. Yeah. Um, it's well, his Connor, favorite movie. I disagree so with you. And, you know, like what you like. <laughs> Pulp Fiction is your favorite movie. That's great. That's great. That is great. I'm glad that you like Pulp Fiction. So I just think yeah. it's all right. I, I need to rewatch it again. It's been a long time, like a year or two. Mm-hmm. And those were just my initial react uh, reactions when I first saw it. I was like, "Nah." So okay. that's me. Uh, going on, I've mentioned this before, I believe. Wally, Wally is trash. Don't care for Wally. It's not funny. It's not a good story. <laughs> it's dumb. Um, it shows that humans are lazy, which we can be lazy. We can, uh, you know, we're lazy and stubborn. Yeah, and so I just think it portrays. Um, some bad images as well. So uh, I think humans have, I think humans are awesome. I think we're great people. Sure. We have our imperfections and we can be dependent. However, I think we have a lot to, that we bring to the table. Um, I just want to say this real quick. If you hate a movie and you don't have a reason to hate it, you just hate it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like if anyone ever tells you like, why do you hate it? It's like, I don't know. I just hate it. It yeah. didn't resonate. If it doesn't resonate, it doesn't resonate. Yeah. You, need to, you don't need to do you like it. it. You don't need to write up a thesis. So, Wally is exactly. one movie that I hate. And that's, again, that's on IMDb. That's like number 49, something like that. Mm-hmm. That's gross. Okay, let's get into this one. Okay. This, oh, yeah, okay. So, I think what a big, big, maybe theme in this is hype. When you get hyped about something, your expectations are this is going to be an AA+. So when you watch it and you come out of it not being what you think, you're bumping that a grade lower, a full letter grade lower than you would think. Yeah. And you would normally give it if you would just watch it without knowing. Um, so, yeah, Big Lebowski. Yep. I remember you and I watched this together. I hated it. We watched this together. Yeah. <laughs> the best part were the first five minutes. Like, it was super funny. Then, mm-hmm. And then it just declined downhill from there. Yep. This is actually uh, Maddie the sent the, uh, from the bad, bad, you know, she sent Big Lebowski as well. It's I don't get it. I do not get it. Keeks, I'm right there with you. I'm glad we could finally agree on something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Big Lebowski <laughs> is not funny. It just, I, maybe I wasn't in the right mood. Maybe it was overhyped. I just did not find it funny. It did not land for me. No. And it never will. And if people love and adore this movie and think it's funny and hilarious, that's great. I don't like it. Nope. I'm the same. Don't like it at all. Yeah. It was weird, too. It just, nah. 
Okay. Um, all right, so here are a few of mine, okay? First one is The Blind Side. I hate this movie. I hate it. I hate everything about it. It grossly overstates the story of Michael Orr um, to a point for me where it's offensive. I cannot stand The Blind Side. If you've watched it and you like it, I guess that's fine, but go re-watch it and, re- and read about his story and you're like, oh, um, yeah, that's not how it was. It's not accurate. And I get it, it's a movie. Huh. But, I, need to, I need to read up on um, that. Okay, so my next ones, it's two movies that I have, and it's for the same reason. It's because people glorify the characters in these movies without understanding what the actual meaning of the movie is, and that is Scarface and The Wolf of Wall Street. I hate these movies because every person is like, oh, bro, like, oh, Tony Montana, Jordan Belfort, these guys are the man, they did so much money, blah, 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 and it's like, did you watch the movie? Or have you only seen clips of the movie that show how cool their lifestyle is? Because it clearly does not depict that those are good lifestyles. It doesn't depict that those are cool lifestyles. Like, I can, I can, I can, I think Wolf of Wall Street is like the worst Scorsese movie I've seen. Of like, I think I've seen like seven or eight. And it's like the worst one that I've seen. Wow. I, I don't like it. I, have, I hate it. I haven't it. seen Wolf of Wall Street from start to finish. Same with Scarface. I've seen scenes mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. I hate the sentiment around those movies. Stop! Don't glorify them. They're fine movies, but it's nothing more than that. Yeah. Um, and then my last one, I don't really have a good reason for why I don't like it. I think the second one is much better in every sense of the word. Uh, Shrek. Hate the first movie. I've mentioned it on our animated movies list. Yeah, um, what is it? That. Finding Steve-O? <laughs> yeah. it's, I think it's take nine, yeah. maybe. Take eight or nine. Um, I just don't like it. Don't like Shrek at all. Uh, Shrek 2 is great, though. Shrek 2 is so much fun. But yeah, there's normal Shrek. Don't like it. If, if I can be real here, like like we are. Yeah. I don't remember Shrek and Shrek 2. I just remember... Oh, I just, really? I just remember the onions have layers, and I'll be here all week. Those are some of the quotes I remember from Shrek. And the dragon. And save the yeah. dragon. The dragon has a crush on Donkey. It's been so long since I've seen Shrek. Keeks, I yeah, like I it. I watched though. it with Becky a couple years ago. I like it. Don't love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think it goes back to a lot of these movies that are hype. Like Pulp Fiction was hype for me. I didn't like how all the stories were just convoluted. And Big Lebowski hyped for us. Nah. Mm-hmm. Fell flat. Nope. So those Don't are some movies that we think are overrated, movies that are very popular that we disagree with, that are that we dislike. And again, everybody, we want you guys to know that we love you and adore you and for take 90 Kamiko do you want to touch on that um we are like I don't even know if hyped is the word just like honored it's crazy we um have been talking with some people to have an Emmy nominated actress on our podcast and she actually finds out today if she wins or not. So fingers crossed. Um, we're talking with the publicist tomorrow, so we'll be able to nail down some final details there. But uh, we'll probably have the interview next next take for take ninety. Yeah, uh, we we cannot wait because we think this is going to be the most important take that we've done. Yeah, yeah, we're we're really excited, and it's just sweet how how we've been contacted to do this, and we. Yeah, we just we're really excited. We appreciate all the support, and we're just excited to continue to have new people come on about their experience with film and working in uh, the entertainment business. And 
you know, pick their brain a little bit. And so we're so happy. Exactly. We're so happy to have been chosen for this. So we hope uh, it goes well and we're really looking forward to it. Exactly. We we would say more, but like we're like right at the end of um, negotiations with the, you know, with the schedule and what that represents yeah. this actress. Yeah. So um, we'll give you guys more input and more info uh, in the week to come. Yeah. So, but fingers crossed that she wins. Absolutely. So we can say we absolutely prank. Absolutely. So this is a wrap for take 89. Again, go ahead on sweetfilmtalk.com. Go purchase some dad hats, some shirts, those black and some maroon shirts. shirts. They look great. They feel great. And always leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe, share with your friends and reach out to us. Some movies that you want to watch, that you want to have us watch and go ahead mm-hmm. and watch crazy, stupid love. Form your own opinion. Yes. So definitely agree. I agree with your sentiments. Take take eighty nine five stars. Write the review. It's gonna sound redundant, but it really helps us grow. Follow us on Instagram. Interact because we share your guys' responses. We love your input. Go check out the reviews page on our uh, on our website. We update it every week with the most updated review and what our grades are. And you can check out past reviews that we've done too with nice little graphic. Love it. Love it. But until then, TC, stay sweet. Sweet. Sweet.